This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. I'm here with Kevin Sue, the founder of Eyes Optometry Group, who has a chain of 13 optical outlets and was also the first to bring to Malaysia the Zeiss Vision Center concept store uh, from Germany. And of course, uh, it's Friday and he's in here with me live. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Freda. Thanks for having me here you, today. You know, we were talking earlier on about how you started in optometry. Uh, 13 years ago, uh, 30, more than 30 years ago, right? And how the, the different kind of exams you had to sit before we had, I guess, schools of optometry in Malaysia. Tell me about that. Um, okay, basically, uh, we started, I started my career uh, back in the year 90s. And um, um, we have to go through quite a tough time uh, by distant learning. Mm. And uh, from there, we have the chance to set our exam in the British Council mm. and that's how I, I'm being qualified to right. become an optician and later on to become a contact lens optician. Right. Yeah. Okay. And this is something like in the UK, they recognize that you're a contact lens optician. So, and of course, things have changed so much in the last 30 years as well. Um, you know, and then of course, you had one outlet, uh, a, a little bit about that. You start, when did you start your first store? Um, I've started my first store in year of... Uh, 2001, mm. and uh, the inspira- inspirations of starting the practice actually is uh, quite natural. Mm. Um, um, during my employment time, mm. I, I do have a customer that came in to see me. Um, it's, as a normal routine, I, I did the eye test for a lady, mm. a woman, and aged about 55. And uh, from there, um, I couldn't get the right result, and she's still completing like blur vision and all this. Uh, later part of the examinations, I consulted uh, my colleagues mm. together and we found that uh, it's best to refer. Mm. So we actually refer her to an ophthalmologist mm. and uh, get her eye checked. A um, few days later, she came back and thanks us mm. for the referral. Um, it is quite lucky that uh, we refer her quick and mm. she diagnosed with the early uh, eye tumour. Right. So from that point, that note, uh, it triggered me, uh, the inspirations that mm. uh, I really need to do something more right. for the Malaysians okay. and people that are around me that trust me. Yeah. Right. And I, I know I know we were talking earlier on as well that a, a myopia is on the rise, right? Especially the last two years again. And, and the fact that people always throw the, the, the tablet to the kids at such a young age. Yes. Um, yeah, you can see that um, the myopia's uh, progressions nowadays for children, the, the, the perception of the myopia now has changed mm. um, compared to 10 years ago. Mm. Um, if you can look at the, the so-called the myopias uh, towards children, 10 years ago, so the kids came in for eye tests, eye check, mm. okay, maybe they start their myopic uh, uh, at age of nine. Mm. But today... Uh, the onset starts from an uh, age of s- below six. Right. And also that we have a reliable kind of uh, data in the neighboring country about the myopia uh, progressions. Mm. And it starts um, like in Singapore, I read some articles, mm. uh, 10% of the child in Singapore you know, start with a uh, six-year-old right. myopic. Right. So it's a 
prevalence to the um, world and the world organizations also recognize that uh, by year 2050, uh, could be five million billions uh, population in the in the world will have myopic, mm. and I think that uh, personally I can see the progress uh, for my professions. For my I've I've been long in the industry, I can see the progression has changed so much, mm. and especially after the pandemic is even worse. Mm. It's even worse. All right. Yeah. yeah. You know, coming back to your business, so then after that, uh, and, and you were right, right, how that, that process should be like, you know, how you should see a GP before you see a specialist. So you should see, you know, someone who's got an understanding of optometry before yes. you refer them to someone more. But coming back to your business, so then uh, you started in, in, in Bangsa, was it? Um, I, I started my business in Menara Well. Okay. Uh, Raja Chulan, which is a very decent shop, uh, a small shop. Um, um, by the time I, I do my practice, uh, I believe that uh, I'm doing good, mm-hmm. doing the right things, um, very hands-on. Uh, of course, I have my assistant that, to help me. Uh, I think the good service, uh, cares that we given to the patients or the customers, uh, we got the referrals and mm-hmm. the name Travers. So I start to build my own brand name, mm-hmm. which is myself. And uh, I was quite lucky that uh, being invited to go to Bangsa mm. to explore for the new uh, business opportunity. So in year 2003, I went to Bangsa and uh, from there I started my first practice, second practice in Bangsa. Mm. And then so on, um, in year 2007, I was invited again to have another shop in Bangsa Village too. Mm. <coughs> so from that time, I basically uh, had to think of something different right which is uh, I come up I came up with the name of eyes optometry okay and we are specialized in positions uh, functionings uh, functionals uh, eyewear which are uh, separate the uh, so-called merchandising mm. snakes Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so, and then you, so you change your name, right, to Eyes Optometry uh, then. And then, of course, you, you were saying as well, you now have 13 outlets across Malaysia, right? We, in terms of expanding your business, right, um, it's not easy, right, opening a new one because the back end is finding talent, uh, getting supplies and all that, right? It's, it's how, how, how challenging is it to find the right talent? Uh, it's very challenging nowadays to have the. It's very challenging nowadays to have the um, the practice to to expand. Mm. Uh, basically, uh, we are very much human orientated. Mm. Uh, in our professions, uh, human is, is very important. Mm. For my business growth, I want to go. To, uh, the expansion plan will not be uh, the horizontal way. Mm. I will go through the vertical way mm. uh, because uh, to get the manpower is uh, is very critical now. Mm. Um, as you know that uh, we only have uh, handy uh, qualified people in the country to serve the population of 32 millions. Mm. So um, now, yeah, basically, uh, right. we, will, we will expand the business vertically. Okay, yeah. so what, what do you mean by vertically? Meaning that um, we will emphasize of the care, mm. these uh, so-called um, the, um, the human asset that we have. Mm. All our practice uh, um, was actually some, uh, handled by the, the group of uh, optometrists right. and qualified opticians. Right. So um, when the patient walk into our practice, basically you see that uh, we serve you from the beginning to the end. Mm. 
um, there is no like uh, a break in between. Mm. So we know what we are doing, okay, to your eye. Basically, that uh, you come in for a pair of glasses, okay, we will do the assessment, we will do the history taking, and we'll do the, the complete uh, comprehensive eye test, mm. and then uh, come up with a pair of uh, good glasses for yourself. Right. And that kind of business model is that I want to implement, and I would like to have my brand to be known in the way that uh, everyone, if you think of glasses, you think of eyes. Right, okay. Yeah. Or, or, or good care, because I've, I've been through that process with with, uh, with one of your outlets, and then, you know, the, uh, the optometrist would sit down and explain to me, go through the whole thing, and then I looked at the, the, the my ball, my eyeball, and say, okay, right, you got dry eyes. Okay, but, you know, so, so I think that is one thing that's very uh, unique in the sense, right, and that should be the case when people get the proper eye check. Um, so, but you do have statistics of how many optometrists, just look, let's optometrists, right, like in Malaysia, uh, do we have enough? Um, you can get the, the actual numbers uh, mm-hmm. from the, the Malaysia Optical Council. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, the number should be around uh, the five thousand combination of the opticians and right. the optometrists. Yeah. Okay, so there's yeah. not a lot. There's not a lot, yeah. right? So it's very difficult to to find your your talent as well. Correct. Okay. Uh, well, and of course, you no. Know, recently, you uh, started with uh, with the Zeiss Vision. Well, it's not recent, but the Zeiss Vision Center. You've got a new one happening um, in in the gardens, Mid Valley. We'll talk about that in just a moment. I'm here with Kevin Sue uh, from Eyes Optometry. Stay tuned to Open for Business, BFM eighty nine point nine. Budding Fresh Ministers, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's open for business. I'm Frida Liu. I'm speaking to Kevin Sue, the founder of Eyes Optometry Group uh, with a chain of uh, 13 optic, uh, outlets at the moment. You know, and you have just brought in the first ever Zeiss Vision Center concept store uh, from Germany into Malaysia. And you're also collaborating with Psycho, uh, Seiko Vision uh, to introduce the first Seiko Vision Specialist Center in Malaysia. So tell me what is so different and unique about this. Okay, um, basically in eye care, uh, I believe uh, it's something like uh, you have a choice, mm. right? Um, I, th- I believe that Malaysians do have a choice to, to choose the brand that you like to have. Just like if you like to drive um, Lexus, mm. a Japanese made, or mm. I like to drive an Audi, which mm. is a German made. Mm. <clears throat> so in eye care as well, it's the same um, West and East technology is um, is actually they have their advantage. Mm. Now to open the Jai Vision Center back in uh, 2016, I have a chance to visit the R and D center in Germany, mm. and from there I have a look at their concept business model and the way they present the 21st century of retailing in optometry, and towards that uh, kind of design, the architectures of the the premises. The instruments, the gadgets um, they use um, is, is so different from what we have in Malaysia. Mm. And from that, I extract my uh, foresight, business foresight, that I would like to collaborate uh, with them and to bring these wonderful things back to Malaysia. And I believe that the whole Malaysian population should have the chance to experience this 
uh, kind of uh, treatment. Okay. Yeah, and for the Japanese versions, okay, we in Asia we have a uh, very huge uh, myopic uh, high powers and all this, and Japanese have uh, good lenses for mm. thin lens, and um, in Japan, uh, we I impressed with the the so called hospitality in mm. serving customer, the the care that they they deal with customer and wonderful thing about their lens is much thinner mm. uh, compared to yeah. the, 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 the western lens yeah. so the technology is different uh, from the east and the west so that's why I, I think that uh, people do have a choice mm. and I bring in this concept okay to build my business model mm. and in addition to it uh, we are a small player in, in, in this industry and with collaborating uh, with the uh, uh, Bit manufacturers like uh, Zeiss, we have uh, 175 years of uh, optics uh, experience in this industry, and Seiko have a positions uh, uh, like timings, mm. sharpness, you know, and they have a long history in in the in the industry as well. Right. That actually helped me to stand up in the industry, mm. and I have a good opportunity to venture into the bigger mall mm. and to provide a better care uh, to the general public. Right. So when you look at consumer behavior and starting at Gardens Mid Valley also, uh, you know, what are you trying to serve? What, what, are, what are customers' needs right now? Or are they more sophisticated? What are they looking for? Um, I would say that uh, logist, um, in terms of the locations, uh, demographics, mm. um, like for Jai Vision Center, it's something like the Apple Store, okay, where you have a series of the products that uh, uh, display mm. in Apple Store. Like Jai Vision Center, we have a complete set of Jai's product, and um, the demand of that vicinity, people visit the Garden Mall, okay, would like to have something special, a single brand that we have, single uh, brand concept. And uh, people like to experience some coziness, uh, mm. big space, uh, not the rough shoulder kind of uh, shopping experience. And we care food um, and, and also the hospitality we have. Uh, consumer enjoy much better. Right. And with the relaxed conditions, uh, you are able to select a pair of glasses uh, much better, I believe. Right, okay. Yeah. So I guess also the other thing is when you look at competition, um, you know, how does online competition come into play? Um, I would say that uh, online competition is not that great in Malaysia because uh, we have a reliable data source. Um, the Malaysian's online spectacle sales um, can be around 10 to 15%. Mm. And it's unlike uh, back in Australia more than 20 to 25%. So um, it's not a threat to us because mm. uh, in terms of the data that we obtain, people still like to go to shop, mm. go to the store. And people who buy glasses uh, in the store can be like 80%. So um, besides the statistic that we have, I believe everyone now after the pandemics, okay, uh, prefer to try on hands-on and feel the glasses mm. and get the eye test properly, okay, uh, to make a pair of glasses instead of online, mm. right? So I don't think so it's a threat. Mm. Um, people still need 
I can. Right. And I think it's one of those things where you still need someone to, whether te- technology helps, but it's still, you know, someone adjusting the frames, adjusting to Correct. make sure it's, it's, it's still, it's still, unless some robotics come into play, yes. you know, but still. Everyone is unique. Everyone right. is unique mm. and unique us to take care. Okay, now I know you've got uh, 13 outlets at the moment. Are they a franchise? Is that something that you want to consider or licensing or? Uh, not not at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not uh, venturing into franchising. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still, uh, we are still a very conservative uh, company mm. uh, putting priority in our eye care and uh, we, we would like to have the reputation which is uh, uh, Everyone needs the glasses. Right. They think of us. Yeah. Okay. So largely in the Klang Valley, but you also in Kuching, you're also in JB, right? And so these are the uh, places that you have yes. out of town. Any yes. more? Um, not anymore mm. um, because uh, the business expansion is not that easy because right. of the investment cost. Mm. And importantly, it's a human asset. Yeah, I think so. so. The human asset is uh, <laughs> so is uh, the, the profession is so hard to get uh, right. the human support. You know, in terms of the, we have a uh, very limited graduates nowadays. Right. So I hope that the Malaysian populations, uh, you know, in general, will will look into this industry much uh, uh, careful and mm. important because we are the primary care people that serve you mm. to make sure that you see well and do well. Right. Yeah. So that, that, those are your considerations before opening a new outlet. It's like, hey, can I find someone to, sure. to support yeah. this? So that's the biggest, the that's biggest headache. Headache, yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, I also want to know, right, so when you, uh, no plans to franchise, no plans to that, right? So in terms of um, uh, during the pandemic, right, what, what happened there? Uh, did you fall under essential, you fell under essential services? Uh, in, in, during the pandemic, uh, MCO1, mm. uh, basically everyone is not allowed to open. Mm. And we are not falling into the essential care. Okay. Um, in the first, the first, in the first one, right. yeah, first one. The second uh, MCOs um, after some disputes and um, so-called like uh, people need glasses. Yes. Uh, the frontline workers uh, glasses <laughs> yes. broken. Doctors need glasses. Uh, people need glasses to work and so on. People have trouble to read near at right. home with a digital device and all these things. So um, I'm glad that uh, the government's allowed us to open the shop right. to be an essential player right. uh, to help people to see well. Mm. And it's not easy. It's very tough. Um, mm. Overall, business um, uh, was affected mm. badly. I would say a, a drop by like 80 to 90% wow. of the business uh, compared to the pre-pandemic. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Right. And then, so how did you handle then in terms of operations, the staff and all that? What did you have to do? Um, I, this I would say that I, I have to give a big credit to my team mm. members. Um, they are the heroes and mm. heroines uh, to my company. So mm. without them, I believe I cannot travel through this period. Mm. So um, um, they, they are doing well. Mm. Okay. They can manage. Um, luckily that we, our team are all qualified and uh, um, well, they can handle the situations, you know, individually. Even the the customer call in uh, to 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 ask for advice and all this. Right. And that point of time, we also think of uh, uh, an idea of a tele optometry, mm-hmm. which already happened in overseas. Mm. So we set up um, calls, mm. okay, 
we have a, our, our database is actually integrated within the company, the group. So we are able to message and uh, call customers, okay, to tell them, hey, we are open. So, mm. um, you know, if you have anything, let us know. Any troubleshoot, let us know. If you cannot come to us, we are able to access to your sister, the, 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 the history that we have right. to help you see well, like if you have shortage of contact lenses, right. if we have your record, yeah, maybe perhaps due to eye test, but don't worry, at least you can still see something. Right. Okay, make sure you come back once uh, the, the MCO is, was being lifted out mm. whatsoever. Yeah. So it's about customer service and that's yeah. what happened. Now. So yeah. like that's also another big investment for you, right? In terms of technology, keeping the database, making sure that the customer service yes. continues. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So these are the things that we, we don't see uh, behind the behind the scenes. It's quite it's quite painful. What about like you look at the, uh, uh, is your business affected by, you know, fluctuations in exchange rates? You know what I mean? US dollar and all that. Uh Yes, um, recently said we, we are actually having some difficulty mm. in terms of a chain of supply, um, especially product that is uh, paying by US dollar. Right. So um, there is a surge of cost um, in, in terms of the product. The, mm. When we pay, um, last time we pay perhaps about $4. Now mm. we had to pay about 450 in the band exchange. So no, is, 480 Yeah, 480 correct. So um, there is a big surge of the um, cost right. and inventory. Yeah, okay. there is, yeah. Okay, so and I guess like uh, twenty, the focus for 2023, what will it be for you? Um, <clears throat> if you based on the... Um, data that um, the survey that mm. we have in the Asia Pacific. Um, in Malaysia, we have um, about uh, retail selling price. Uh, based on the value of a retail selling price, we have approximately about US dollar 151 million mm. uh, business mm. for the year of 2019. Mm. And uh, of course, we rule out the uh, year 2021, but uh, we focus that um, um, from 20. 22 to 2024, mm. that might be still uh, incremental uh, compounds, uh, aggregates are uh, like the rate about 4% increments. Right. So that is for the optomic lenses. Right. Well, for sunglasses, we have approximately about 8% from mm. the data that we obtained in 2019, which is 71 million US dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, there's still room to grow. Right. And I would say that um, endemic now, the business platform came back to the scene about 80%. Right. And I think there is still a, a room to grow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, and I guess when you look at your your business as well, there is, and you're, you consult for free even, you know, I mean, we optometry. So, but then your business into uh, uh, sunglasses, into sun, into glasses, and also into contact lenses, right? Correct. Right. So, um, the consultations in Malaysia uh, for eye tests, um, um, generally is like free of charge mm. um, but uh, I think in the very near future um, the charges will be imposed right. because of uh, involvement of uh, investment for the, high, the uh, more innovative uh, instrument which mm. is very costly mm. but at the end of the day it's a patient's benefits yeah. so I, I believe that um, we have to follow the, the track um, the platform like the overseas developed country mm. they put I care, I health into priority ah. that everyone deserves to have to see well. Mm. They have the subsidies uh, um, by the governments mm. uh, no, to, to, to pay for the eye examinations. Mm. Where um, in Malaysia, we still lack of that. Right. So we hope one day 
we will go through that path. Right. Yeah. Okay, that path. And of course, you know, uh, Kevin, you were saying, well, make sure you get, get your eyes checked every year at least. At least, yes. Every year. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being with us. Kevin Sue, the founder of Eyes Optometry Group. And I'm Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business, BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.